Hello, good evening today and welcome. My name is Jessica Haynes and I've got dogs on my shirt. Yeah. Oh, and I'm Emma Jackson. I, <laughs> I don't you. have dogs on my shirt, but I have a Grogu in the background now. <laughs> it always works. Yeah. And what is this? Episode five? Five. five? Oh, yeah. Five, five. Five already. Yeah. Hello. So we're doing Second Chance yes. and Secret, Secret Baby. Baby. Mm-hmm. so yes we're gonna see how we 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 kind of seem to sell it that we absolutely really don't like this trope but <laughs> it's not that it's not that we don't like it it's just that the the principle behind it is a bit curious to get and i've you, not read enough you mean the to secret sell it baby to me. side of it yes the secret baby yeah. second chance is all fine everybody knows that but yeah the secret baby side every every time we mention it our faces kind of do that mm-hmm. thing where you're trying to not look a bit yeah. but well I feel like so at the end of last week's episode I was mm-hmm. going oh I haven't I haven't managed to find a secret baby you... I found one did you have one? I found <gasps> one okay and I think it may have changed my mind slightly well this is it so I re-went through my notes on this one and I think baby is kind of not really the word I should use for him <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. when he gets there but yeah it's oh God, I'm just having visions now. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear what we'll this get is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Shall we right get started then. then? Let's go. Yay! <laughs> Second chance and or secret baby. Yes. So what do you have? How many have you got this week? Okay, so I have one secret baby which is in theory second chance one generic this is second chance mm-hmm. one which i say is second chance but i think i spoke to you about it and you're like it's not technically what second chance would be but i'm doing well, it anyway because it's okay. kind of yeah because yeah, yeah. we can to me it's kind of it is still a second chance but they yeah they didn't yeah. know each other beforehand so i've gone for a little bit of something different okay okay yeah i'll let you off because i got one like that I'm going to do a little, like a little, I wasn't going to put it in, but it's only because like when we say second chance as the romance trope, every, obviously yes. everyone thinks, well, it means that they had something going on before and then they broke up or were separated for whatever reason. Yes. And then this is the story of them reuniting. Getting back together. Yeah. But you There's often you. Yeah. a brother's best friend or a it's usually <laughs> small townies and have you got a brother's best friend in there no it was only no. because i had to remember like part of the reason we picked to do this trope now was because of being like really cringy and saying oh my second chance book came out last week yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. here's the plug opportunity uh, yeah well the fire away yeah uh it's called which you weren't here and it is a second chance with a brother's best friend my eh, friend. I wouldn't say best friend. Because um, I'm always like that. <laughs> I'm always like, here's the trope, but it's not quite the trope. <laughs> That's how I roll. <laughs> it works perfectly then. So we can we can manoeuvre the tropes as we wish. Yeah. So that would have come out when this airs. This, it would have come out last Thursday. So, yeah, if anybody fancies taking a look at something I've written. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. go get it now before I start talking about second chance stuff. 
you said go and get it yeah we're so good at selling stuff it'll yeah. be your turn in a few months next it season will be. yeah we will be trying to do it with you what can we put in there so that we can talk about jesses and then we'll just be really rubbish trying to sell it <laughs> yeah it's not going to be difficult as long as there's something hard yeah <laughs> 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 yeah yeah <laughs> okay and we'll leave um, it at that we'll <laughs> leave it at book? that See, that's that's going to have sold everybody on yours and they can't even go and pre-order it. <laughs> and they're like, Jessica's is full of hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes it sound even weirder. <laughs> full of hard stuff. Well, I mean, what, what are you meaning by hard? <laughs> <laughs> this is a conversation for afterwards. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Buy Emma's yeah. book. It's out soon. Yes, you'll, you'll find out. If you're following us on the Mythic Alley stuff, you'll find out yes, about that. Yes, you'll find about yeah, that. Yeah, I need to put that in the notes. Mm-hmm. Right, now we've done all the cringy stuff, <laughs> we can get on to other Second Chance stuff. So I've got, um, like you, I've got one which is kind of a play on Second Chance, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about briefly. <clears throat> and I went off and I found a secret baby one, and I have two that are Second Chance ones, just like okay. normal second chance ones excellent so yeah so what should we do should we go should we do babies first or shall we do normal second chance first and then and then get the babies involved <laughs> i've got my baby first because that was just okay. how i did it so yeah cool. i'm good i'm good doing that you're good to go all right cool. then shall do I you want to go away? first or shall i, I... you yeah okay. okay yeah yeah cool yeah right. <laughs> You go it's first. It's late. Week. You can tell it's the evening. If we're yeah, trying I was going to say all the lights are on. We've had a whole day. <laughs> yeah, it's the weekend. It's just yeah, yeah. So mine is, ironically, her dragon daddy by Roxy Ray. Okay. Is that, I was going to say I was just waiting for you to go. That's mine as well. I don't, just did I message you this the other day when I was going through the, um, the age gap to do the edit, and I was like, how did we manage to go that whole episode? And not have a single daddy comment in it. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, that was so bizarre. We like, we had yeah, one <laughs> in the last season that was just all, all yeah, just daddy full and daddy of it, stuff. Yeah. yeah daddy's... And then like, we actually have age gap and there was no, just nothing. no daddy commentary whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know if we're losing our touch, you know, I want to know. We've just, we passed, we've glossed over it now. We're, we're making up the... for it now. You have a dragon daddy. <laughs> I do Here a dragon go. daddy. I do. So, um, this is Ava and Maverick, which just the 80s in Maverick, me just goes to yeah. Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really hope he is. That'd be so cool. Um, who were childhood sweethearts together, 14 ish, live near each other. It's kind of destined to be this way. Um, and about 14, I think 14, 15 to 16, they're getting to that point where, where boys and girls love each other very much. And <laughs> they're doing that sort of stuff. But he's becoming quite aggressive, never towards her, mm-hmm. but he's kind of hitting a point in his life and boys or the men around, he's getting quite snappy, quite angry. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where she sort of says, OK, we're going to have to step away a little bit and break up if this is getting to this point. And then she wakes up the next day and him and his entire family are gone. The oh, house they were in mm-hmm. is empty. She has a key. Um, so there's there's a few family issues. She's there. She stays with her grandmother. It's a grandmother's house and she's there all over summers and she's there all the time. 
And so she's got quite a kinship with his family, his mum, dad, and he's got several brothers. And so, yeah, she goes up, tries to let herself in, and just everything has just been stripped bare. Clothes yeah. are gone. Beds have been like covered over. And she has no clue what the hell's gone on. And then she finds out she's pregnant a few months later. And um, she goes back to live with her mum. Her mum kicks her out because of the baby, so stays with her grandmother, has the little boy. And, yeah, just kind of she stays there till uh, Maddox is the little one's name. And she stays there till he's about four. And then it gets to the stage where people can start seeing that the kid is looking a little bit like the family and just yeah. living there all the time. It's just too much. So mm-hmm. she moves away, gets remarried, has a daughter a few years later. And then we kind of jump to where the book starts, which is her in the car with her two kids. Maddox is now 17. So mm-hmm. technically not mm. a baby, but he no. is still a secret. Okay. And her grandmother died a few years ago, left her the house, but um, her and her he- hex, <laughs> her and her ex-husband have recently split up because Maddox nearly killed him. He he kind of he found out that his dad, his stepdad, was cheating on his mom and nearly beat the crap out of pummeled him mm-hmm. um so they've decided on a bit of a quickie divorce mom's seen this aggression growing in the kid as with the dad right. so she's like you know what i've got to get him out of wherever he is and move him to this small town back to grandma's house which she didn't really want to go back to with all the memories but you know what if it's best for the the son then that's what we'll do we'll see what yeah. what we can do how we can go she gets back and it turns out that maverick and his family a few years before that moved back into their house right so uh, it comes to light that maverick is a dragon shifter and he is an alpha and when they hit adolescence at 16 ish 16 17 they start going into these epic rages where the human and the beast are at loggerheads with each other Mm -hmm. trying to get supremacy which is why they had to go so one night when they were 16 maverick was out and people were sort of having digs at Ava and he again nearly beat this kid to death because he just his dragon came Mm. forth and they had to go so that's why he went so they didn't none he didn't know and she didn't know no so they knew that the shifters were there they knew the shifters were in them but his dad and his his older brother are beaters and his younger brother was quite young, probably toddler age. So they kind of all assumed that the beta transition wouldn't be as bad. But Maverick mm-hmm. is an alpha. So the alpha transition. Of course he is. Of course he is. Obviously. <laughs> this big epic one. So, yeah, basically they kind of said, okay, we now we see this. We have to get you away from here. Yeah. So, yeah, they took him away and couldn't do anything, couldn't say anything, couldn't tell this girl that obviously they're dragons, mm-hmm. unless obviously you're a fated mate or you happen to be carrying a dragon spawn, which obviously right. she is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's them basically all of them getting back together. He senses Ava, realises they are fated mates, has to then figure out the link back yeah. to her as well as trying to make this connection with a son who he's never met and trying to explain why the hell they left without in theory telling the (laughs) mum or the son at the time because I'm I I think it's kind of noted that it might not be the case that he is but when they sort of start learning about the aggression and the anger and when they then see them his dragon can talk to his his son's dragon it's like yeah he's in there he needs to come out okay 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's be rebuilding all of those relationships and then yeah, because yeah, she lost a big part of everything because she saw like his parents were, you know, an epic support network for her being younger because yeah. her mum was very flighty and in and out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just like the end of the world for her at the time. Oh. And then to come back and gain these people back who never mm-hmm. wanted to leave her, it was quite, it was quite hard reading it when you kind of sit and go. Mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah, to be stripped of absolutely everything and not know why. I think, like, because of her being that young as well and him being very young, Mm. it kind of takes that element of control away in terms of choosing, you know, like, because we're talking about the secret baby thing is often difficult to wrap your head around, like, why would you not say? Yes. That's the difficult thing, like, when it's adults and you're like, but if you're teens and your parents yes. literally move you away, there's no choice involved Yeah, this there is it. You and... can't just run back and... Yeah. You, you're going to rip the roof off the house at some point if, you, if you're left to your own devices. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, it was quite good. Oh, nice. Right. Well, my one is a little bit different to that in terms of the reasoning as to why. Um, and this one, it's uh, saved by... A, by my immortal elf by ellie sunwick so it's one in a series is second or third in the series of course it is <laughs> but you can you can read them as standalones i, I can figure out what was going on um so <laughs> the the title was a little bit misleading. So she gets saved eventually. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on before that. Yeah. Um, Are there brackets on that? Saved eventually. Saved. <laughs> so Gideon is an mm. elf prince. He's an illegitimate elf prince. And what you come to realise, uh, like at the beginning of the story is, in the previous books, he's been the villain. He's like, he's... he's and I mean, this is not, there's no question. So in elf world, <laughs> the elves the elves are living alongside humans. <laughs> no, no, I just meant like in, in the... In elf world, in, buy your tickets. Go on yeah, elf world. <laughs> you can find out what's different between elves and fae. <laughs> so they are living alongside humans, but they're losing their magic. And um, they have been like trying to figure out why some of, there's a lot of, uh, clans that are at odds with each other between the elves and because some of them believe that the humans are to blame and others don't so some think that you should not fraternize at all with the humans um, and that you know you shouldn't mate with humans because of losing their magic along the way but ultimately humans are to blame because we're destroying the planet Hard one to argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think that helps a little bit. But he's teeny bit genocidal maniac. So <laughs> it's like he'd come up with in the earlier books, uh, like this bio weapon to like wipe out the human <laughs> race. And he gets foiled by the couple that are in the previous book. So he's a little bit in trouble at the moment with his brother, who is the legitimate like crown prince of his tribe and everyone's a bit cagey about you know him being involved in stuff and he's kind of got to prove himself his next plan is to create uh, this serum that's going to make everybody all humans uh like kind of just sort of bit mindless robots kind of thing like so they won't 
It's like they won't bother. They can they can just tell them what to do. You know, strip them of their free will, as it were. So that's his plan. (laughs) Now Chloe is um she's the cousin of the heroine in the last book, and she'd seen Gideon. He'd been um like he he abducted her cousin. She doesn't know any of this. They've not brought her in on like all of the secrecy of elves and stuff like that yeah it's not really not told christmas combo is it it's it's a tricky one um so she works for uh like a big pharmaceutical company and she looks out for the like investments they can make and businesses they can buy out and she knows he runs one gideon's like you know very successful doing all his research like kill off the human kill all the humans And so she comes over to England um, and she sneaks off, basically, from her cousin and her her new elf husband, who she doesn't know is an elf, (laughs) tells her she's going somewhere else, goes to find Gideon. And it's instant sparks is there, like, straight away. Um, And she's, like, a really independent character. She's had a very hard, uh, like, upbringing. Um, So she's, like, very cagey about getting in relationships and stuff. So they're both very much on the same page about having just one night of, like, I mean, the chemistry is, like, really there. Like, um, although he's planning, he's like, ah, because he recognises her as well. He's, like, planning to then abduct her <laughs> and use it as leverage because it's the opposite clan you know that he's had the problem with um <laughs> it's such a morality chain one seriously <laughs> well basically i'm like my brain is going season two of loki's out soon this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is filler until i get there <laughs> yeah major um but but it gets to the morning he can't actually do it he can't go through with it he's he it's He's just such a soppy dum dum at the same time as being like this. You know, when they like do just really, you're like, how do you not realize that you're not really that evil? (laughs) You know, he's trying, he's like, he's trying really hard. A lot of his like inner monologue is like, he, He'll do it because no one else will. And he knows it's the right thing to do for the elves, basically. Um, But he walks away. And he leaves her in like the hotel, but his brother has been spying on him because he's like thinking that it's yeah, not not he, great he relationship between them. But um, yeah, he's he's like keeping tabs on him, and he sees what's happened, and he's like, well, why is he not done that? And so he abducts her, <laughs> and <clears throat> so this could have been in like an, yeah like, any of the tropes right at the beginning. It's like yeah. I've got all the tropes, yeah. Um. And yeah, basically, she gets taken into like their castle. They have a castle. Of course they do. Of course they do. Everybody and in they... England has a castle. Yeah. Oh, it's Wales, actually. Which oh, made me think yeah, that they, like, having just done a drive from like the south of England up to Wales, <laughs> the fact that she had like these two lines of, and then I arrived and it was like, that's it. That's an epic <laughs> journey. Do you know how far that yeah. is and how you know, exhausting to be? <laughs> you know how long it takes to get past Heathrow, love? Oh, <laughs> Just like, no. Um, so, yeah, she's she thinks, obviously, Gideon's done it because she doesn't know any better. They sedated her 
and and whisper and she wakes up in this different room with none of her things and she's locked in and she thinks he's to blame he's kind of because he's in this difficult position where he's like he can't be seen to care because she's a human and he's like so he can't go we gotta let her go or no we can't do any any protest he makes is like viewed with suspicion it's It's really tricky um and but he's beating himself up the whole time because things are happening to her and this is an example of what what I mean by calling him just like a soppy dum dum is <laughs> they give her they test this serum on her to like see how how it works in terms of her being um like controllable and and then like parade her in front of this tribe they're trying to impress and have an alliance with and <laughs> he goes out of the room and when he comes back his brother's like a, like about to get her to hold on to a hot poker. And he like stops it, like there's a fireplace there and he's done the thing. Um, and he stops it and ends everything and sees to her wounds that when she goes back into that room later on, he's blocked up the fireplace. He can't even look. Aww. Do you see what I mean? He's Aww. like, no, you're not so bad. But he is, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> so, and obviously after a few, he he enables her to escape Um it's a bit late by then. Problems will occur, which I won't go into. Um, but he, um, she's found out that she's pregnant when she leaves and she gets back to her cousin. And it was like, it was one of those things where, yeah, okay, I can see why you're not going to go and tell the dad about that one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, <laughs> I can. So that was what made me, when I was saying earlier about change my mind, uh, like, it's kind of that thing that you get with enemies to lovers. And when you have it in contemporary, enemies to lovers doesn't really feel like enemies to lovers. But when you have it in fantasy romance, it really, does. Yeah, it's it really the stakes is. are like that much higher, aren't they? Yeah. And I think that's maybe why it would work for me. Maybe I should find more of the secret baby ones because well, this is it I'm kind of I am contemplating reading more to see so I think Roxy Ware has a few in that mm-hmm. same series so yeah, yeah. I want to kind of sit and see how mm-hmm. people work it because if anything just the technique that they use to kind of all the different scenarios that they're yeah. going to throw in there to go actually so they're a series of all of them secret babies are they? I think they've all got babies in them but yeah mm. physically I don't have more hours in the day to read them all even though I really want to and the other thing that's a little bit different with this secret baby one is that (laughs) he has to go to her to to rescue her and keep her safe and stuff and when he goes he finds out that she's pregnant but she doesn't know that he knows (laughs) so he's keeping it a secret that he knows (laughs) that he knows as well yeah it's like that friends episode i know what you know but do you know what i know do you know what i know yeah um and he's done. He's doing that because he's like giving her the space to choose and just hoping she'll oh, he's, tell him. He's and not. Do you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's a, terrible, he's a, but he's he's know, a good bad guy rather than a, a good, bad yeah. bad guy. <clears throat> good good bad guy. <laughs> exactly. There's got to so be a it, word for it. So it worked. I was excited. I found one that worked. This is it. Yeah, well, we've got some. We mm-hmm. we need to not yuck the yum, don't we? We need to sit back and that's it. Well, t- one of the ones I was going to choose, I basically, so I've got my my second, my third one, I was omin and arin, and mm. I had um, 
a book that I'm going to find really tricky to explain. And I'll, when I get there, I'll okay. do it. And the other one had Sexy Priest. And that, that's all that did it for me. So oh, that will do. That'll do. <laughs> that was it. I've never seen Fleabag, but I'm kind of like, oh, I'd watch it just for that. I've never done Fleabag either. No, I think I knew what the ending was because I came in as with most oh, things quite late and I know how it finished. I'm like, yeah, this is it. I can't. I don't want that to end. I'm romance. I want happily ever after that. I don't. Oh, now it's... I know. <laughs> so it's yeah, not. You know, so, well, you don't know exactly how it happens, hmm. but yeah, it's not. That's fine. Well, no, she's happy, but not how I would want her to be happy. So not with the sexy priest. No, not with Andrew. Andrew is it Andrew Lincoln who's not Andrew? The Moriarty. He's Walking Dead one, isn't he? Andrew oh, is Lincoln? it Andrew? Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. That sounds right. Yeah. I yeah, think the so. dude who's Moriarty mm-hmm. in Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I digress. Yes. Um, my second book is a Mantras and Minotaurs by Ashley Bennett, and uh, we all love a good Minotaur. I love a good Minotaur. Mm-hmm. I don't um, think I've read so... anything with a Minotaur. Have you not read it yet? Not as a main character yet. No. I'm sure there's been Minotaurs around. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's, that's not correct ASL for it, but that's, that's mine. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. If it was, mm-hmm. I need to, if anybody knows. It might knows, be. It might be. Someone what minotaur milking us. is in yes. sign language. Please yeah. let me know. It's public I think service. I would know. <laughs> yeah. You'd need bigger hands, I think, for that. Anyway, um, so this is my second chance, but without previous meeting. Okay. So we have Pam and Alistair, who are both in their 50s. So Pam is a widow who, um, she's got kids that are a bit older and um she lost her husband a few years ago and it's um they were like childhood sweethearts and they kind of just went through the motions she ended up getting pregnant and then they had another one and then life just kind of went as it was and basically by the time her husband died they were basically living separate lives and she kind of lost him and sad that he'd gone but realized that actually a big part of her life had kind of just gone and she wasn't happy and fulfilled and she's kind of semi-retired she's had a little bakery I think she passed it on to her daughter again this is like the second or third in the series Mm -hmm. and her daughter is like well do you know what mom what is stopping you um her other half runs a gym um and there's loads of people going out get yourself on a dating site see what you can do yeah so she does and she meets Alistair who is in his 50s again who is a minotaur and he's staying local to her at the minute because his daughter has been unwell so Mm -hmm. he's kind of traveled from wherever he lives to stay in the area and just whacked himself on tinder I'd imagine I'm sure there's other (laughs) dating apps are available Mm -hmm. I'm sure um just to kind of meet other people around his age he's the same sort of thing he's divorced and he's kind of worked himself up with his own little business which I think he grows like weed he's got like CBD is it so he's like he works Mm -hmm. with that and he's put his heart and his soul into that Mm. kind of lost his wife and his kids are grown so he's kind of looking for that little extra something in life and basically they kind of yeah they just sort of find each other on the proviso that he's leaving in like a day or so. Oh, right. So just to kind of have a little bit of friendship and just mm-hmm. yeah, see how it goes. 
And I think both of them aren't expecting much, but once they get there, it's like they're back in their teens again because they've never really had that experience for like 35, 40 years. When Mm -hmm. they were kids, they had it. And now it's again. So they go like ice skating and they have a coffee together and they get cake. That sounds cute. Yeah. She invites (laughs) it back to hers and they had mad passionate monkey sex. And then he has to go home the next (laughs) day. Monkey minotaur sex. Is she a monkey? No, she's (laughs) a human. I don't okay. know what monkey sex is. It monkey sex? I don't, I don't know. know. It sounded right, but I don't know. <laughs> Mad passionate minotaur sex. Yeah. And yeah, and then yeah. So then he has to go home the next day, and they're both kind of like, Jesus, this was just supposed to be a quick, oh. you know, get mm-hmm. you dip your toes back in the water. <laughs> dip yourself. You're gonna say towels, something else then. I need towels. <laughs> yeah, dip, dip yourself back in the water. Oh, it's got to be one of those today, isn't it? <laughs> um, and But they're both kind of like, actually, and he's kind of wanting to go and she's like not wanting to kick him out. And he's like, can I call you? And she's like, yeah, you can call me. Oh. And then he has to go and she she doesn't want to fly. She hates flying. She doesn't want to do any of that. And it's just a really nice little story that sort oh. of he comes to visit her again and then goes home and they really miss each other. And he's like, okay, you can manage it do some yoga. My daughter does yoga. Go and do some of that with her. Learn to relax. We can get you on a plane. And then he he gets a car to drive him to her house so he can get on the plane with her to go back to his house. So he does like a God knows how many mile journey in a car to come to her so she's not on the plane by herself. And then it's really lovely that, yeah, he kind of, he's got his business all out there and he's like, what do I do? Do mm. I stay and keep this or do I go? Or yeah. I'm only in my 50s. I didn't think I would kind of stop now and retire. Mm. And yeah, it's just it really, it's quite a nice, short, sweet little one. But they both just get this new little lease of life in their 50s, which mm-hmm. I suppose a lot of people kind of get to that point And they're still a bit away from retirement. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just to me, it was like, yeah, it, it is that second chance that yeah. they both missed out on. Or maybe just, yeah. <laughs> Not missed out on, I suppose, because I think he was quite happily married until just it yeah. just wasn't anymore. But yeah, just that little extra something. Yeah, it was really second sweet. chance to yeah to to have, do it have again. The romance and yeah, well, this is it. You kind of like people sort of like, oh god, you get to forty and that's it. It's all downhill, and it's like, actually <laughs> it doesn't really have to be. <laughs> yeah. no. Just kind of, yeah. Mm. I don't want to go ice skating. I'm not a big fan, but I'll still go out and do all the other jolly things. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat cake and. Have monkey sex. <laughs> Too much information, Jess. <laughs> What's your book, Emma? Okay, on that note. <laughs> um, my one's kind of got a similar theme to that one because even though this is a second chance between the couple, they haven't met in person. Ooh. So this one is Sloth by... I'm going to try and say this, Lana Pacherzik. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. Apologies if not. Jess might be able to pronounce it better next week. When I get one next week. Yeah, you've got one next week. Um, It was really weird how we both managed to pick one by the same author, but they are in different series. Well, this is it. We kind of said, didn't we, at the beginning, it's like, I wonder if we're going to pick a similar one or the same one. Yeah, and that's the the only one. I think we've only had like one or two other books that we've both read. Yeah, Um, yeah. So... Sloth is part of a series which is about um, superheroes, basically. They're like genetically modified superheroes. There's this family full of them. Um, 
and they're all to do with the deadly sins. So they have this thing where they are able to detect uh, the sin and then they can obviously like find where the crime's being committed and deal with it. But equally, they're prey to that sin themselves. And if it goes too far in the other direction, they'll start. They're, they're balanced. They've got these really cool tattoos, which will show, like, how their balance is, yeah, um, working out. And um, Sloane is Sloth. That's her sin. She is an awesome hacker. And she had this relationship with this guy called max who is in the army in australia she's in the u.s um they met online through gaming and they got to know each other and he was gonna come over i think he did come over and events in the previous books something happened and like the family of superheroes they've all got like um their identities are hidden they have secret identities so they just go by like their deadly sin name to the public and they got blamed for something which wasn't their fault it was like a terrorist attack that people started to blame them for it and he just arrived and he left and she assumed that it was because of that he thought that they were to blame and he'd gone and the relationship was over and she cut ties because he didn't even give her a chance to explain kind of thing and now max is back in the u.s um he's out of the army and he's working uh, he's got his own sort of like, um, it's not mercenary. That's not the right thing. Security, security. Yeah, too. yeah. I, I always think mercenaries because it's Fine like soldiers. It's one way or the other, and it they either go security or they go mercenaries. Oh, um, like, yeah, just you don't need the wrong one at the supermarket at the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're oh. a little bit, little bit better than that. He was like secret service. I don't yeah. think he's doing Sainsbury's or anything. <laughs> um, yeah, mole cop. <laughs> yeah, so he's helping, uh, he's been contracted into the family as well. Um, and she's really, really pissed about it. Um, understandably. Yeah, understandably. But she's got it wrong, basically. So, of course she has. Yeah, of course she has. But what I found clever about it, because it can be a little bit irritating when you've got, like, that miscommunication thing. And the only reason is that they don't you know because from his perspective she's the one that cut all the ties she no longer mm. wanted to answer his calls she you know and he'd been called back to australia he'd actually already left the army he'd been called back to go and find his friend who had been like abducted as you know there was a mission and he had to go back and help um so she didn't bother to find out but the reason it was kind of a pass was because it played into her sin in that sloth, in that she was lazy about, like, you know, the apathy was there. She took the easy route of not finding out. She wanted to assume the worst kind of thing. And they're, they're on a mission. And um, when they actually, like, come face to face, she realizes they all have a mate and that mate is the person that will enhance their powers and she gets enhanced but it's like enhanced laziness <laughs> enhanced laziness no no like her other cool powers oh, okay <laughs> i can't forget what she gets oh it's been a while since i read it but it is it is awesome um and but then it's like they're not together 
but she knows what's yeah. happened and everybody else is realizing what's happened too so they have to kind of work for it's like what are we gonna do you know I'm like we've got to work through all of the baggage yeah. kind of thing and you still may not want to be with me even though we're supposed to be together yeah this is it forever but yeah. Yeah. so that was cool I really enjoyed that one it was awesome I, yeah and there's a whole series to read there again, is. which a... one day I will try and have time yeah. to read And there's them. a totally different series we'll learn about next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay, my next one, oh, I've had a game with this, whether or not to use it, and I will because I really enjoyed it, but I might struggle to get it out right. Okay. So, right. Okay, so this is His Curvy Rejected Mate by Kate C. Wells. Mm-hmm. And um, I read this a while ago and there's a series of them and I went through all of them and this one stuck out to me. So it stuck out because I I, I really didn't like him. <laughs> kind of when you're like, <laughs> you want them to get together and I'm like, I don't really though. I don't really want him to there. Oh. So, but um, I'll see what I can do. I, I want to <laughs> sell it so people don't hate it because it's really good. Yeah. And I just, so did you I end up liking justice. him by the end? Yes, because again, it's it's okay. cost wise, it's miscommunication. Oh, thing. Okay, okay. So this is Flora and Alec. So um, let's think. So Flora is a curvy woman, and she's in this pack. So within the area, there's lots of different packs. Some are more wolf, some are a bit more human, and their pack is a little bit in between. Uh, now, so the unmated females kind of keep away to themselves a little bit, but. Flora is the brunt of everybody's jokes because she is bigger and she lost her parents and she's kind of always done everything to help everyone but no matter what she does everybody's just calling her like the fat bird and just making jokes Mm. about everything and you know even though she tries to kind of deal with it as best she can you know it weighs on her Mm -hmm. really awfully but she's always had this thing with Alec who is in the pack there's three lads who are kind of an alpha-ish status mm-hmm. so when the the fight comes to be alpha alec bram or leith these are the three yeah. who are of that that level who could fight for it and her and alec have had a kind of friends with benefits relationship mm-hmm. in the fact that he kind of goes oi come here go to the bushes and then basically right. she falls on her knees and she sucks him off and then he goes okay give it 10 minutes i'll go out and then you come out a bit later right so it's not yeah, i can see benefits. why you're not um yeah not fan so far <laughs> no, basically and you know <clears throat> she's always had this thing in her that she's just every time she goes home goes to bed she's just waiting she wants him to be hers she wants him yeah. to be her fated one and that's all she dreams of and every time he he looks that way for her to go off and sneak away with him she always does oh. And when it was at the beginning, he was a bit more touchy-feely. He kissed her a little bit and touched her a little bit, but not very often. And then it did basically just get to, you do this and touch yeah. yourself for me. I won't do it. You do it. So it does come mm. across as horrendously. Lazy bastard. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, but there was a point where one of the other females within the pack kind of turned around and started to act like she was Alec's mate. Right. And then as soon as that happened, Alec dropped Flora just right. hot potato gone mm-hmm. and then it was found that she probably wasn't mm-hmm. so he kind of started to try and get it back up again in that mm-hmm. meantime Bram stepped in and had sex with Flora 
Right. So Alec has got a right bee in his bonnet about this. Again, why he should, you'd think. But Mm -hmm. anyway, it comes to pass. They're at a picnic. Everybody's just ripping strips off Flora. She goes away, does something, comes back. And then the heat takes over and she realises that Alec is her mate. Right. everybody realises it. And then they all turn to Alec and like, you got the fat bird. And it was awful. Bunch of dicks. (laughs) And then, yeah, rather than stop and say anything, he goes to say anything to to defender. He kind of like, well, it's sloppy seconds. I don't really want it. But when your heat gets too bad, just make sure you've cleaned him off you before you come to me. And I'm like, I've got to try and sell this book when all you want to do (laughs) is get a bat and smack the cards. Yeah. But yeah, so basically Flora's like having none of it and she goes back. She lives with this older wolf called Miss Nora, who she's lived with since her, her parents passed away. And Miss Nora's like, go and see the grey witch in the woods. You don't need to stay here. Why are you here for? Yeah. And she goes and speaks to her. And this wo- this woman is in all of the other books. She is kind of that okay. character who mm-hmm. fixes all and sees all and knows all. Yeah. And she's like, well, why are you here? There's another pack in the woods who can look after you. Mm. And Flora's like, actually, do you know what? Why the fuck am I here? I cook and I clean and I do and I yeah. saw and I've been doing this forever. I'm not doing it anymore. So she goes back, makes sure Miss Norma's all right. She's got a rabbit, <laughs> which is weird. As a shifter, she has this bunny. Um, okay. So she makes sure that she's going to get fed. And then she just goes. But then Alec is kind of, he's this gruff, he's this real gruff, grunty character. He doesn't talk to many people. He's yeah. the strong, silent type. And he's kind of part of this massive family. They're kind of all expecting so much of him. And when he realises Flora's gone, he's just, no, there's an happening. She's mine. I'm going to go after her and I'm going to bring her back. So Mm -hmm. he goes out after her and basically spends the entire time going, well, this is it. We'll sort your heat out and we'll go back. And she's like, why why are you not getting this? You rejected me. I didn't want any of this. And he's like, well, you gave it to Bram. Why? He's like, well, you didn't want it. Mm. And it kind of comes about that he did. He's wanted it all along but he's never told anybody because he's never had anything that's his. He's had this massive family. He's always expected to be alpha. They've always expected him to do this, sort that, fix that, do that. And he's never wanted to, but he always does. Mm -hmm. And his dad was an arsehole who messed around for his mom. So when this other female came up and said, you're mine, that was it. He was trying to do right for her. So he dropped everything else to do for this female. And then the one female he wanted, as soon as he kind of stepped away, she was riding somebody else's dick. So that was it. The one thing he had mm-hmm. then still got taken away within a day. Yeah. So mm. he's kind of right beaten up inside, but never said anything. And it just, yeah, the miscommunication. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it took so long to get to that point of him standing there going, it was always you. I what? I wasn't gonna share you. She's like, well, yeah. why didn't you touch me? He's like, because if I did, I wouldn't have gone back, and I would have ruined your life because I wasn't your mate at the time, and I would not have let you go. And you're like, oh, um, oh it, it, you in the it, end, did not they? Yeah, no. it does, and you're kind of like, <laughs> oh. Is yeah. it and then he, yeah, oh, he does. He brings her the rabbit. He he goes back and he gets her <laughs> rabbit, and then he makes it a special warren, 
and Hutch. So they go to this, the, it, the one group of shifters that were like living out in the swamps and they've gone back to the original caves that their their, fir, their forefathers came from yeah. and they're building all that back up. But they're a little bit feral. So he brings this <laughs> rabbit in and they're all kind of like, oh, dinner. And he's like, no, not dinner. <laughs> So he yeah. has to, yeah, <laughs> yes. So he has to build this. He builds this elaborate system to keep her bunny alive, and he does all oh. these little things for her. Yeah. And it's it is really sweet, but dude, you it's like give epic him a grovel. Punch. He needs to really do an epic grovel. Yeah, but yeah. he's just so growly and grunty with it, and you're kind of like, can you can you get yeah. to that? And she's so nice and sweet and does for everyone. And yeah, it does work, but mm-hmm. I hope I've done it some justice because it... I think it's one of oh. those things that for some people that is absolutely their catnip. They mm. love it <clears throat> when it's like he seems like such an arsehole was, and he has to like really that. drag it back, mm. you know. Yeah. To... And yeah, every step along the way, they're, they're in the woods for quite a while and they have to build a nest and they want all of the cushions mm. and they're, they're in the wilderness. So they've got like two blankets and a pair of dirty trousers and he's kind of put them down <laughs> to build this nest. So she's like mm. presenting on this pile of filthy oh, rags man. and it's like, Jesus, they just can't catch a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so but no it's it's fantastic it's really well done but yeah well this is it if you're an author who can make somebody stop yeah. and go jesus christ i want to hit you with my car mm-hmm. to the end to go in oh actually that yeah. works really really you did a fantastic job of getting me from there to there uh-huh. i've had and... that in the past with uh what's it? who's the one that does like the epic slow burns <clears throat> the wall of winnipeg one Oh I yes, that. I remember you reading that. Oh, who's that? And, oh, we'll uh, find out because I did that as well. Zapata, I think it is something like that. Well done. And it's um, yeah, that that is that is. If you really enjoy having some a hero who seems like the worst, and that you'd never ever yeah want them all. even to get together, and then by the end you're like, oh, yeah. Why <laughs> <you> do- <laughs> she she did she managed in that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> But they yeah. are epically long. I mean, they're like longer than fantasy, some of those yeah. ones. <laughs> Got a story to tell. Put it down. That's it. Um, okay. So I've got two left, but I'll do them quite quickly because mm-hmm. um, one of them's like a sort of second chance one and one of them I read quite a while ago and so I'm trying to remember Just everything good. from it. No. <laughs> Just trying to remember it. Um, so it's Spells for Forgetting by... Adrian Young, I think it's Adrian. Yeah, I think that's how you say it, but it's a feminine way of spelling it. Um, So there is this island. It's another island. It did, when you read like the, the kind of the blurb, this one and A River Enchanted that I did for Curses a little while ago sound really similar on paper, mm-hmm. but you start reading them and they're not at all. Yeah. Um, This is like, contemporary like modern age um and it's a island off the i think off the coast of like washington state or something um does that have an island <laughs> they, i think they have islands you know just rainy very rainy sort of full of you know like twilight vibes <laughs> you know all the all the trees, <laughs> was, the gray. Mean, it's all very overcast, twenty four seven. Yes, rain all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the 
Hero August is going back to the island where he left a long time ago. Um, and Emery was his girlfriend. They were like childhood sweethearts. But he left all of a sudden, kind of, um, without... I can't remember if he'd done given her a letter or anything. I don't think he did. I think he just went. But it was after this terrible event had happened. There was a fire and Emery's best friend, who was one of their, like, their group, had been found dead. And they were, like, 16, 16 or 18, I can't remember. But um, And they accused him of it, basically. Mm -hmm. They think he did it. Um, and he's coming back, so obviously this is going to send shockwaves through. Yeah, through everyone. It's a very tiny community and um, it's like they're kind of in touch with magic. There are some families that are said to have magic. You know, they do this. They've got all their little like traditions of things that they do. The orchard is really important. And that was where there was a fire that damaged the orchard. Um and it kind of it brings in a lot of their income and the tourists that come, but then it gets to the end of the tourist season and that's it. It's like lockdown for the winter and it's just them and everybody knows each other kind of thing. Um, so I won't go too much into it, but obviously it's the mystery unraveling of whether or not he was responsible and Emery is questioning that. But if like just him coming back just sets off these dominoes of like her asking questions and things happening that unravel then more mysteries and it getting deeper and deeper. And it's like, it's, if it's perfect for this season. Like if you want a nice Halloween read, which is really just vibes, it's just so spooky, just, like atmospheric and yeah it it's very cool it might make you angry at the end but uh, yeah <laughs> but, but it's uh, it in terms of the romance don't worry but it's still yeah that I think people can be a little bit divided by it by how it wraps up at the end in terms of the mystery and stuff um but I really enjoyed it and I could see why it ended the way it ended so if anybody's read it and they want to come and tell me what they thought about it. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear. Okay. As long as it wasn't all a dream, I'm okay. No, it's not all a dream. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever read anything where it's been all a dream. <laughs> this is it? It's kind of you. You're told these things like never do this. It's like, I don't think I ever have read that. No. And I woke up and it was well, all a dream. Who does that? I don't no. know. Some some people have said that that they've they've come across ones that have been that, but I've never. I don't know. Well, Why would you happens. want it to be a dream? Because yeah, no, if you've got the happily ever after, if you not romance back out, and you've yeah. got it. Put me back in the car. Yeah. Um, right. And my last one, which is, let's see, A Ghost in Shining Armour, which is by Therese Bahari. I think that's how you say her surname. Um, this one is like, it's a second chance at, life so if you think kind of like it's a wonderful life type of thing okay. um so 
And also, I'd written, I'd already written this down as like a sort of second chance, but it's also sort of secret baby too. Oh, oh <laughs> I didn't okay. realize how I managed to do that. Um, I didn't oh, really. It was just luck. <laughs> so Gemma has been. Uh, she can see ghosts. She's always been able to see ghosts and she helps them to pass over. They come to her and she usually like helps them out with a little thing, you know, helps them resolve their problems and then they move on. Um, and she does this just out of the goodness of her heart and because yeah. they otherwise they follow her around. <laughs> so, but she was adopted and she's recently found out that she's actually a twin and her parents didn't adopt both of them so she's yeah it's like well that would start the brain going anyway would that yeah so that was the secret baby element i was yeah, like oh yeah. yeah um so yeah that they obviously her parents had gone to the adoption agency they found her but they you know they for whatever reasons and she doesn't know because she's so thrown by this she's always known she was adopted but she didn't know she had a sister so she's got a sister out there and she's tracked her down and she doesn't she's trying to approach talking to her but basically she's this lovely sunshiny person and she's absolutely going off the rails and she's out on a hindu for her best friend and there's a dare to like go and kiss someone you know do find someone attractive and go and kiss them she sees this absolutely smoking hot guy at the bar she goes up she talks to him um she gets him to kiss her and she goes off thinking no more of it. But he was a ghost, she didn't realise, because she just sees them as normal people a lot, a lot of the time. And in the act of kissing him, she's made him visible to everybody. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how this has happened. <clears throat> and he's there. Um, what's his name? Levi. I think it was, is it Le yeah, Levi. Um, he's there because basically he died in it kind of works that they're like in parallel universes. There's there's like a kind of a multiverse thing going on. And he's there to help her go through her thing. And if he manages to do that, he's like a guardian angel. Okay. He'll be able to go back to his life. They'll give him a second chance at life. But obviously there's feelings between them. And her life. So how can it possibly end well? Will he go back to his life where he's got a younger sister who he looks after and he feels, you know, he knows she's going to feel devastated because he's gone? Um, or when, you know, things develop between him and Gemma, what he wants what to stay, what's going to happen? But, but yeah, so if that, yeah. If, I was like, if Marvel was explained to me or, or the 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 Stephen Strange one for the multiverse was explained <laughs> to me by a romance person. I might have had a bit more chance understanding it. Sure. Yeah. I, it's one of those things that for me, I just go, okay, yeah, there's yeah. reasons. Was it a good film? <laughs> just uh, like, yeah. All right then. Yeah. Do I need to understand the science? Yeah. Is it, it real did. science anyway? No, probably, probably not. No. Maybe close Basically. to it. I don't know. I, I apologise if it is all rooted in like yeah, very serious science. science but for, to mm. me, it's just blah, blah reasons. Yeah, blah, blah, blah get reasons. On with, get on with the magic and the action. And it's yeah, fun. man wiggles hands, portal opens, job done. It is just a romance. And he has a not... very cool cape. <laughs> so... He does. Oh, we'd love one of those. It's not really romancy though, because he doesn't get the girl, does he? He does. The girl marries somebody not else. Yeah. Oh. Not yet. We don't know what's well, going to happen in, in the future. In one world, he does. 
I'm that's sure. That's true. Yeah. All the places. I'm not very good with this. But um, yeah, so that's it there. That would be a second chance if you did. It really would, yes. Yeah, third, fourth, <laughs> Just, fifth, sixth. I'll pretend it's still on <laughs> on track for what we're talking about. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day. There's always a second chance. Always. <clears throat> so there we go then. That's, that's we all are. of them. Mm. Yeah, and we managed to get babies in there. We did indeed. There was like teens. Yeah. Teens, babies. Teens, babies. Like pregnancies more than babies as well. I don't know. It, it all works. It all works. In, in our in our universe, it all makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is our universe, this, it isn't really it? Is. <laughs> so anybody wants to fight us, find us. Yeah. Come and tell me us. Yeah. Getting a bit aggressive. Yeah, come on. Everyone wants to fight us. Come on and work. No, I am all for this now. I am I am gonna go out and find some after we've done all the readings. I'm for certainly this not gonna dismiss them. No. When I'm when I'm going through anymore. I think I might dig into a little bit deeper and okay. Is there a morality chain kind of thing going on? Are they sworn enemies? Then yeah, I'm probably for it then. Yeah. It's all good. As long as they've got someone to watch them at certain points. Yes, if they're actual babies, we know that yeah, we prefer that, babies. don't we? Yeah. Oh, it's so stressful. So stressful. <laughs> so yeah, next week is week six. Last week. Last week. And um, we're we're ending on a corker. What are we doing again? Time travel. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've we've yes. kind of discussed worlds and how they work in different dimensions. Now we're now we're delving into them. Yeah, because I think we've only touched on time travel once, haven't we? Mm. Like in all of the seasons. So yes, yes. I was going to say, how does it fit in with fantasy? You know, kind of. It's not always that there's creatures and yeah. magics to it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm, it's I've an had interesting some thoughts one. about that already. Um, that will, yeah, we can chat about next week. Like you're saying, it's it feels a little bit different to a lot of the other sort of tropes and sort of genres within genre type well of this thing, is it. it out of all of them this is the one i've struggled with the most to get <laughs> yeah. <books> for. So, <laughs> yeah so i have one that is a massive interlinked series that i could talk about all day oh, okay. which mm-hmm. fits into basically i think pretty much every single one we've done yeah it, it's okay. a, a good one and yeah so we'll 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 see you next week when we get there yeah that's it. Come and join us. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so you can find us at all the same places we're always at uh, when we try to take over the world. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> which, yeah, that's true, is it not? Narf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Instagram, not Twitter, Spotify, <laughs> YouTube, TikTok, at yeah. SSF Rumcast. All of that stuff. That's mm-hmm. it. You can find us. Yeah, the YouTube if you want to see the captions and do the captions appear on Spotify? I'm not sure that they do, do they? I think they it's don't just on for the mine, video. but I think you no. can set up certain things to do it. I know okay. YouTube, you just oh, click yeah. the closed caption and open caption yeah. and it will put it all that's in for it. you. So that's is there. If there's any problems, obviously, again, let us know. We're yeah. trying to be as inclusive as we can. So we will any try issues, and find out. That's yeah, it. Give us a nudge. But yes, join us next week. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. Excellent. Be good. Bye.